welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We are studying the, the Word of God. We are working our way through the Gospel of John. Today is episode 72, and today we're looking at John chapter 1, verses 22 to 25. So follow along as we read the passage. Who are you then, they asked. We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What can you tell us about yourself? He said, I am a voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, just as Isaiah the prophet said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. So they asked him, Why then do you baptize if you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet? The religious delegation from Jerusalem is quizzing John the Baptist. John the Baptist is at the Jordan River, baptizing people, baptizing them for repentance, asking them to repent of their sin and be baptized as a a statement of being cleansed. And John's attracting quite the crowd. So he's gotten the attention of the religious leaders in Jerusalem, and they've sent this delegation to go quiz him. And they go and ask him, Who are you? And he starts giving them a bunch of denials. Well, I'm not the Messiah because he knows that's what they're really asking. Then they start asking, well, are you Elijah? No. Are you the prophet? No. And so they've gotten all these series of of denials. So now the point is, so who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. Now, down in verse 24, it says they've been sent from the Pharisees, but uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a few minutes. But those who sent us, They've been sent from the religious leaders in Jerusalem, from the full Sanhedrin. That's the ruling council of the the Jews. Maybe, probably, but they've been sent by powerful people in Jerusalem to find out what's going on. What can you tell us about yourself? So now they've stopped giving him prompts, say, well, are you this? Are you this? Are you this? Now they just say, oh, tell us. Give us the answer. And he says in verse 23, I am a voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, just as Isaiah the prophet said. Now, this quote is in all four Gospels. It's a quote from Isaiah 40, verse 3. In the other three Gospels, the author of the Gospel assigns this to John the Baptist. Basically says, And there was this guy, John the Baptist. He was the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. Here, John, the apostle, the author of this gospel, actually makes it as a quote from John the Baptist. John the Baptist says this about himself. And he says, well, they're they're asking, "Are, are you the Messiah? No. Are you Elijah? No. Are you the prophet? No. And what he says is, I'm just a voice. All I am, I'm nobody. I am not the Messiah. I am not a prophet. I am just a voice. A voice crying out in the wilderness. And this phrase makes straight the way of the Lord. It's actually, it's uh, the language of road construction. And it's uh, the idea is the clearing of obstacles in the preparation of building a road. You've got to make a clearing. You've got to clear trees and rocks and Uh, such things in order to to have a a good road. And so 
That's the ministry he is doing. He's clearing the obstacles, making ready the path, which will be the roadway to a relationship with God. So he's clearing obstacles. Now verse 24 says, Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. Now this is an oddly worded phrase here. And many Bibles say this. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. Uh, the King James says, And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. And then some say, Now the Pharisees who had been sent. Now they all have a different meaning to them. If it just says, now they had been sent to the Pharisees, it's saying, okay, there was a group of Pharisees or the people who sent them from Jerusalem. So apparently the high-ranking Pharisees sent a delegation. Now, if that were the case, the whole delegation would have been Pharisees. Or it could mean, the, and that's what the King James says, is they which were sent were of the Pharisees. This whole delegation is Pharisees. Or it could mean the Pharisees who had been sent, in which case that links it to the question of verse 25. It says, so they asked him, in which case it would be, okay, of this delegation, which is a, a mixed delegation of, of Jewish uh, religious people, and some of them were Pharisees. And some of those, the ones among them who were Pharisees weren't happy with the questions and answers that had been going on. So they now themselves say, all right, we have a, another question. Any of these could be right. The point here is that the, the subject of the Pharisees has been raised here. And it seems to be the question of verse 25 seems to be a result of the Pharisee influence, either because they had been sent from the Pharisees in Jerusalem or because the whole group of them were Pharisees or the Pharisees who were with them are now asking this question. So it doesn't change the, the actual dynamic of what's going on. It's just part of the, the question. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes things are just worded awkwardly. The, uh, the actual phrase uh, is, and having been sent, were from the Pharisees. What do you mean? Yeah, so the context has to drive it, and there's just not enough context to, to say. But he raises the issue of Pharisees. So who are the Pharisees? Well, the Pharisees are a group of Jewish people. When the Jews were carried away, many of them, to captivity in Babylon, and then were released and, and came back, and the temple had been rebuilt, there was started to develop some, some groups. There was a, a group, the Sadducees. The, the Sadducees were more of an elite aristocratic group, very much tied to the, the temple process. They were mostly concerned with the processes of, or of the temple, but part of the dynamic of being the temple being destroyed when the Babylonians conquered them and took them off to exile is you developed something called synagogues that were houses of worship away from the temple, so where the people were. And so this idea of synagogue worship then carried on. And even when they came back to Judah from captivity, the uh, synagogue worship continued on. The Pharisees were much more tied to the synagogue worship. And they were more associated with the common people. 
the Sadducees pretty much only uh, focused on the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament, where the Pharisees looked to the broader, all of the Old Testament and the oral tradition. So they were very much concerned with all that had been given by God and were very uh, desirous to, to follow the instructions that God had been given. So whereas the Sadducees, they were aristocracy, the Pharisees were common people, the Sadducees were involved with the temple, the Sadducees, or the, the Pharisees were involved with the synagogues. The Sadducees didn't believe in a resurrection. Once you're dead, you're dead. Whereas the Pharisees believed in a resurrection, that you would be raised from the dead by God to live in heaven with God. So there are a lot of differences between the Pharisees and Sadducees. The Pharisees were very desirous to follow the word of God. And often we use the, the term Pharisee as a, a synonym of hypocrite. Well, Jesus picked on the Pharisees a lot and did call them hypocrites because they were very legalistic. They wanted to follow the word of God. They wanted to follow God's instructions. They were very concerned about not violating the instructions that God had given, which is good. But the danger is when it turns into legalism, when it's all about following rules. And that's where Jesus criticized them for their desire to be legalistic in following every little detail, but yet their hearts were far from God. And they were more focused on rules than they were with things like charity, love, and worship. So that's the, the criticism of them. They were very religious people, very serious about following the word of God. And they're the ones that, either because they've been sent from the Pharisees or because the Pharisees are part of the group now, they say, we, we're not getting the answers we need here. John, what are you doing here? <laughs> Why are you baptizing people if you're not the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet? The point being that baptism wasn't new. Baptism had existed for a long time. It was part of the, the ritual for her converts. People have always been able to join Judaism. Anybody could become a Jew. Anybody could have faith and, and join and become part of the, the community of the Jewish people. But there are certain things you had to go through. One, you had to actually be a believer. And males had to be circumcised. Everyone then had to be baptized. And baptism was just a ceremonial washing. And they had baptistries in the area, which were, or the, the Hebrew term was mikvah, and it was just a, a little shallow bathing area that people would go down into and, and be ceremonially cleansed. And the idea for a new convert is they're being cleansed of the uncleanliness of being a Gentile, of being outside of Judaism. And so it's, it's a ceremonial thing now. You're now. You've been cleaned and are now one of us. One issue here, John the Baptist is baptizing Jews. And to think that Jewish people are ceremonially unclean. And what is John the Baptist, what is his message? A message of repentance, of turning away from sin, and then being baptized to demonstrate the, the cleansing from sin. 
So what John is doing, the idea of baptism isn't foreign to them, but the way he's doing it certainly is. The idea that Jewish people need to be baptized and ceremonially have their sins washed away, they are the chosen people. They are the community of God's people. They don't need to be baptized. Gentiles need to be baptized. And so they're asking him, okay, if you're not the Messiah, you know, if you were the Messiah, maybe we could go along with this. Or even if you're Elijah or, or the prophet we've been expecting, maybe we could go along with this. But who appointed you, religious expert, and why are you doing this? So this is the what they're really after is what are you doing and why? So John the Baptist is calling people to repentance, to turn away from sin. And that's an essential part of the gospel that we proclaim today, is recognize that we need to repent. We are sinners separated from God and need to repent, to turn from sin and turn to God, have our sins forgiven, which then brings us into a relationship with God. That's the, the gospel we proclaim, and that's the gospel that John presents in his gospel. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the gospel of John.